Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is the Material Podcast, episode number 448. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. I'm your host, Florence Ion, and I'm joined here by the wonderful and irreplaceable Andy Anarco. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> That's nice of you to say. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, I am. So listen, everyone, I'm a little tired, you know, and I know I talk a lot about this. Like when this happens, I go through these crunches, you know, and this is just a way that I let it out. Um, so I decided that the best way for us to start today would be to warn you all that if you hear a thumping, is because we're trying something new with Mona where we let her have time in her room alone <laughs> at night with her music player. Okay. She's into techno? Uh, it's worse. She's, oh my God, she's jumping up and down right now, by the way, and the wall is shaking and the stuff on my wall is shaking. Um, we have good mics, so you shouldn't be able to hear this really because it should only be picking up what's right in front of it. Um, you know, they, but... they, you, you know that the, just because they make Red Bull and juice boxes doesn't mean you should let her have them like a half hour before bedtime. Oh my goodness! I well, they call this the well, they call it the zoomies, right? In kids, but it's apparently it's part of the somatic process. If you're the kid's body is just like releasing that whatever a little uh, bit of energy which is why they all do it and like i remember doing this as a kid too i remember not being able to be sleepy right when we were supposed to be sleepy because i had just like energy to burn um so we figured instead of staying up with her and keeping her company we would just let her be independent also now she's been shutting us out of her room oh yeah she <laughs> last night she pushed her daddy out of the room. She straight up pushed him and slammed the door behind him. She's not even four yet. I was like, I looked at Eric. I'm like, did she just push you? <laughs> did our four-year-old just push you out of her room? She's shorter than you. I need some space. You guys are, you're great. You're no, just too much sometimes. Because we taught her, because this is the hilarity of millennial parenting. Because it's like, like, we're trying to be so gentle, but it's making this kid with just, frankly, too many boundaries. <laughs> she has too many boundaries. Ah, <laughs> uh, hope- so it's been it's been that and phones. That's what my life has yes. been. So I'm happy to talk about anything else. <laughs> so Andy, I need you to give me some gossip. Give me something that is does not have to do phones or parenting, please. Okay, I have some neighborhood news. Oh yes, please. That I'm very, very excited. It's not. It's a development. It's. It's not gossip. It's a. It's a. It's okay. So, uh, I I I leave. I I my my as I've said before, my my building is like at is like the Times Square of this quaint New England touristy village. I can at the corner. I can either go one direction, which will take me to the market and to other like places that I often go to. or I can take a left and go like and uh, to another section of the world. The thing that what I'm getting at is that for there was like a two week period in which for some whatever reason I was not turning left, I was going straight on all my daily walks. Okay. Okay. So I don't know when this happened, but 
there has been like a vacant storefront for it's been vacant like since pre-COVID. Okay. I don't want to jinx it, but I think that vacant storefront is about to become a cheese shop. <gasps> a store that sells exclusively cheese. Okay, so can you can you get hold on, can you give me a little bit of context about your region, please? Where would the cows be roaming that this cheese would be coming from? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, because I, I, I don't know about New England cows. Okay, like, well, I, you know what I mean. No, I can I can say <laughs> for sure that like uh, if there were they they it's not ridiculous to think that maybe they could source some of their cheese locally. Okay, because my uh, the my my town is like right on that border between like suburbs and rural, like so mm-hmm. much so much so that like uh if I if 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 I if I get like firewood eggs or honey, I can get it from like the end of someone's driveway because wow, that's so beautiful. It's just and quaint. yes, exactly. Like there's <laughs> there, there's traditional there's traditionally like a big Coleman cooler and a coffee can <laughs> and right. a cardboard sign saying what is in the what is in the cooler and how much it costs. And so like I'll be uh, I'll be going around and say oh actually I do need eggs and I will like put five dollars into the bucket and get twelve a box of 12 gorgeous eggs or or fill that fill my trunk with firewood or whatever okay so there are there are cows uh as a matter of fact near the amtrak station there is like a herd of cow there is a farm that has cows on it so i'm saying that there could be locally sourced cheese i don't think that's that's it what so what it what it is is that uh there is I, i'm gonna i actually i've got the i did take a photo because i was excited and i had to share this with friends okay uh, so I'm going to send. A, I'm I'm going to take get this photo and I'm going to share it with you on Slack. Yes. So uh, what it, what it was was so so basically this the store that's been like vacant for like again for like three four years, like almost all of like the windows like are still like are are papered with like brown butcher's paper. I'm sorry. I'm furiously like tabbing to collect the image. Ah, here it is. Okay. So you could so. F- Florence can have the revelation as I as I describe this to the to the listeners. Okay. And there is a brand oh. new there's a brand new sign. Why am I so delighted? Exactly. That that says like and like like a two like wow. 18 inches high by like eight inches wide. It I want to go in here and have a sample and doesn't even have windows. Exactly. With it's anything. A, it, so the sign just simply says got cheese <laughs> with a question mark. No, it says got dot 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 cheese. Cheese which is, mark? Which is, it looks like it was kind of like spontaneously made. It doesn't, it looked like it could be like, like, I don't know, like maybe some, some teens were having a little bit of fun at my expense, knowing that how much I would love to have a cheese shop in the neighborhood. But if it is a prank, they are really going for it because there is like one patch of the wind of the storefront windows, like the bottom half of the front door has no paper on it. Yes, floor flow. Yes, dear listeners. I did crouch down to peek to see, I see, all I can see is a big refrigerated case, like at the very, very front. Okay. It's samples. It's samples. It's that's for samples. 
see it, it also it implies that like hey this i've been in this store before like this 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 property before so it's not like right. it's like a, just enough room for like a couple of like racks of whatever they could have like a full cheese shop in there okay the fact that there you enter and they want to you to be immediately confronted by impulse buy cheese items makes me feel really good about the direction this neighbor is is coming because the uh, uh, the I, there, there, there are a bunch of there are a bunch of storefronts that have been vacant for a long, long time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm talking about a neighborhood where, like, I can there are postcards going back to like 1890 something, and like when I tell you that like the Walmart, excuse me, the Walgreens like uh, shut down, I it's not that like they decided to build a Walgreens there. It means that for 50, 60, 70, 80 years there was a drugstore in that building, and it just simply changed from a rec from an independent drugstore to a Rexall drug to a whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay, and so some some businesses have been moving in that I don't necessarily approve of, only because like they don't make my life any better, no worse, but no better. Okay, but a cheese shop, like if if I'm like. I'm in the middle of like a bad, bad day. I think, you know what? I'm going to, I've tired. I've been working very, very hard. I'm going to buy some cheese. I'm going to buy a, some cheese that I've, I don't know whether we're all, I'll get that Welsh red dragon cheese that has the mustard seeds like right in, that I really, really like so much. Or maybe I will treat myself to a cheese I have never had before. I'm going to be a cheese explorer, a Magellan of curd today. And my day will be immensely improved by that. And I don't. And I don't. And I'm just assuming that all they are all, the, all they're doing is selling cheese. Maybe they will also like have like grilled cheese sandwiches. Maybe they will have like cheese adjacent like snacks and things like that. All I'm saying is that I'm going to see to it that I can make as much a con contribution as I can to this shop staying in business. Now again, I might be jumping the gun. I don't see like a there's nothing in the in the window saying, "Hey, we're hiring cheesemongers or hey, if you got a local if you've got if you make if you've got like a micro cheesery like in your in your back shed, we want to buy from you." Uh, all all I all I have to go for are the are the words got cheese and the presence of a refrigerated case. But that that has already turned this very dark, very cold winter brighter a little warmer i don't i don't think it's i don't think it's an accident that i saw a huge rainbow during this exact same walk when i saw the cheese shop for the first time okay so I'm, i want to i want to ask is it going to have cheese making inside because i because hmm. out here in california i've been to cheese shops many of them they are some of my favorite things to do in america and uh, honestly anywhere that cheese is the thing. Um, and they usually will have like a storefront where you walk in and then you can buy the cheese that they actually make that they churn, that they process. Yeah. There's well, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm so, so you and I are both aware of the cheese making process. It is somewhat industrial in nature. I'm yes. not sure if the neighborhood is ready for the smell of like, the entire cheese That's making a good process. Point. These were in really rural areas, not like near a downtown, yeah. you know, where you would have a lot of foot traffic. So it these were like drive off the road, go park, yeah. you know. Okay, I, that makes sense. I, I, I'm guessing that they're sourcing their cheeses. Again, I, I would be thrilled if I would if I were to see, oh, wow, I, I recognize the name of this this farm. That's where like, I often would buy Doesn't pies. Doesn't like Vermont have cheese? Doesn't, oh, don't Vermont, they have like, oh, a cheese culture? Oh, absolutely. That's, yeah, I feel like they would. 
I, as a matter of fact, like in the grand, the grand tour of new, of new England, where like, if you ever come to, if you ever come to new England and you have a few days, like you and the, you, you and the family, like we will go on, like you can, it's because all the states are so close together is possible yes. to hit every single state in what I, I've basically plotted out a beautiful loop of all the New England states and also making sure that you make the most of every stop in there. And two of the stops in Vermont are in what one is the Miss Bell's Falls uh, diner in Bell's Falls, Vermont. Mm. But the other is uh, like a, is for a, a, a factory, a, a place that makes really nice Vermont uh, uh, sharp cheddar. Oh, stop. I love cheddar. I love sharp cheddar. Yeah. I love cheese, everyone. I do. I'm sorry so. to those who can't partake in it. Um, thank you for listening to us. I, could, talk about I, it, I, I, I just realized something. <laughs> I could just like if 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 I know that like again, I have to maintain a good relationship with these people. Okay, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything to to, to ruin that. However, it just occurred to me that like if they are if I know that like they always are very liberal with the samples, I could just like uh, step away from my desk on my way out the door, detour through the kitchen. Pick up like just get a sleeve of Ritz crackers, bring my own crackers, or bring like uh, bring us a, a, uh, make a sandwich without cheese in it, and just like when I get there, just sort of open up the sandwich, take some samples, layer it, and I I've I, the world is my cheese board. I feel as though right now I'm very very happy about this. Oh wow! I just want to I just want a spread of cheese right now and some wine. Just feels really nice. But we have a podcast to do, so Indeed. I cannot. I cannot indulge in the cheese. Um, we actually have like a lot to talk about this week, which is yes, but much, honestly, much of it it's related. Been quite a busy week. Um, yes. we had a couple phones hit the market. That we could talk about. <laughs> I'm still in the process of finishing my Galaxy S24 Ultra review, but um, I'm kind of like taking things a little slower. This year than I normally would, and it's been kind of nice. Much like the cheese making process. Correct, correct, exactly. Um, I mean, but, you you can you can emulsify oils, okay, and that's how you make like the fake correct. like plastic cheese. But like that's right. you, you, at the at the factory that I that, I, that uh, in in Vermont, like that's like a, they, you can get like a ten year old cheddar. That's how long oh, like a really good geez. cheddar ages. Anyway, um, I'm sorry. In case anybody's wondering, by the way, my favorite cheese is Manchego. It's very expensive the older it is. Um, I can't just like not think about cheese now. But no, we're going to have to talk about the OnePlus 12, which is another phone that I actually reviewed this week. And oh, you're, are, are, are you saying we gouda talk about it? <laughs> we we gouda, gotta, gouda. Sorry. Uh, and oh uh, my gosh, a, 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 a side note to listeners. Oh, shut up. You laughed at that. Okay, you you were in the car. You laughed at that, and then you said, "Oh, oh, screw you, Andy." Okay, I I get it. It's a bad <laughs> joke, but you and I all we both laughed at that. Okay, so let's just let's just cut to the chase. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, we're also going to talk about our first real leak at the Pixel Nine, and it's already kind of ruffling some feathers with the way that it looks. There's also some new AI features that came out this week in Chrome that I have yet to try out. So maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it together. Uh, and then <laughs> finally, YouTube on the Apple Vision Pro. Don't you dare call it VR goggles. VR goggles. 
I just I, I I like the fact that like some someone at Apple just like spilled their drink. They don't know why they spilled their drink, but they spilled their drink. It's just it's just wild to me how much <laughs> this headset is infiltrating my life, and I. <laughs> don't even need it um and then of course for those of you who are interested in more extra content from andy and i after this show if you are a member of the real afm network you will be hearing more from us this week we're going to be talking about chocolate which is worsening this like (laughs) hankering i have for food right now because i'm thinking of a cheese and a chocolate board it's not happening unfortunately it's a little too late here for both of us to be eating Uh, But we will be talking about chocolate in today's members episode. If you're curious about how to get access to that, you can go to relay.fm slash material or relay.fm slash membership to find out more. Andy, this is the part where we take a little bit of a break. We rest our throats and we get ready to talk about the week. Well, Andy asked me a really great question right before we came to the segment. He didn't actually ask me. He wrote it rhetorically on our script today. But I'm realizing that, Andy, I'm not sure what to say to this. So why would someone even consider the OnePlus over a Samsung or a Google device? Essentially, a number three horse in a race where... VHS is already beating Betamax. Yeah. It's like there there's a, a Those are the a, name of the horses by the way. <laughs> it's a nostalgia themed uh horse race. Yeah, they're it's actually, still legal. There I I I praised the Techmoan YouTube channel before and he once like he one he did a great video on a video format that came third uh, and and behind uh, in, a, in a race between VHS oh, and Beta. Oh, to commit to the bit. I like Cuz there was there was a well no he was he was the, that that's what that's what made me think of it the idea of like oh. it's like you like usually we think VHS versus beta like oh wow you you picked beta instead of VHS boy you picked the wrong oh, horse yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. no no that's no there was good... there was a, there was another format that was like <laughs> that was trying to beat both of them that never even made it and that's that's what that's what I thought about OnePlus saying I'm trying to figure I'm I'm, I'm really that's why I was looking forward to your review because I'm. I'm stymied for why I would recommend anything other than a Pixel phone or a Samsung phone, both of which have a lot of things unique to that specific model that they do admirably well, whereas OnePlus would be, if you want a Samsung, but you don't want someone that's as good, as well-supported with as many accessories, or as good... So, but it's not it, okay. Listen, there is nothing wrong with OnePlus. So first oh, no, of all, no, no, again, I, again, I, I'm, I'm not no, saying there's I anything know, wrong with. It. I'm just saying. Uh, that, I'm, like, I, yeah. And I was not. I did not mean to imply that Andy was saying that. I would like to scrub that from the record. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, I just meant to say that you know you're not the first person to ask me this whenever I mention OnePlus, and I'm honestly surprised that they're not more famous in the United States. I even made a little reference in my review about how, you know, they have this distinctive camera back now so that you can tell it's a OnePlus. It's this biz, big circular camera array on the back, right? That looks like when you're looking into a camera, an actual, you know, digital camera. Um, but I was saying, you know, 
it's a bummer because I've never actually seen this camera back in any TV or film. Hmm. But I've seen lots of iPhones. I've seen a smattering of Samsungs. I've maybe seen a Pixel. I've I've seen I've seen lots of pixels, but maybe only because they are so distinctive that whenever I see one, I absolutely notice it and remember it. Yeah, so that I think might back be more than actual. in the early days of the pixel, I remember that there were a lot of ABC shows where they were kind of sneaking them in to be used as props by the teenagers, which is <laughs> another conversation for another day. Um, but OnePlus is a good brand. It's a good brand. The only thing I struggle with them now is since Oppo took over, and for those who are unfamiliar, Oppo is owned by this really giant conglomerate called BBK, and they basically own all these other uh, major consumer tech brands in Asia and basically in that strip of the world um, between Asia, Europe, and Oceania. I know that's like where you can buy those particular devices. Um, You can only buy the OnePlus here. You cannot buy an Oppo device. You can only buy the OnePlus here and in Canada. And the thing about the OnePlus is that it is very much an enthusiast device. Sure. Because it harkens back to the past of Android when it was it was for the nerds. It was for the tinkers. It was for the non-iPhone users. Google has since kind of distanced itself from that you know, where the nerds mm. shtick that it was really holding on to when we had the Nexus line. It's not really going for that anymore. That's why the Pixel, we were seeing it show up in ABC shows, <laughs> you know, to like, oh, this is a thing people use. Uh, it's it's interesting. I think that um, I'm really satisfied that we do have a branch, though, that's still waving like the freak flag for yes. this <laughs> for this kind of experience. And the nice thing about them is because they have forums that they read, you could just go and tell them what you don't like (laughs) and they'll bring back wireless charging. (laughs) So, uh, you know, that that was a nice thing. It it was really weird last year because I didn't realize why it wasn't charging. And for some reason, I had missed the tidbit during the briefing of when they said that it didn't have wireless charging. Also, it seemed insane that once you bring wireless charging to a modern phone that you would delete it it away. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Now this device costs about as much as the, so it's $800 for, excuse me, it's $900, $800. Let me go back to my article, everyone, because Flo forgot to put down the pricing. I do have the, uh, that's a quote from your article at a starting price of $800 for the one plus 12 Mm -hmm. with 12 gigs of Ram or $900 for 16 gigabytes. It's almost a better deal than what the Google. Almost a better deal. Almost a better deal. Yeah. It's almost a better deal. I still very much like the software on the pixel. I prefer it over the software that is on OnePlus, And that is because Oppo went in, they took their color OS and like really melded it. OnePlus used to have a very, plain Jane Android with just extra tweaks here and there, which I people really liked because it was like, oh, an Android with extra things. Well, that's <laughs> cool. You know, it's I can I can dig that. I can navigate that. <laughs> Navigating a OnePlus phone now is, you know, even if you go in and try and customize it, you're better off just using a third party launcher if you don't like what's going on. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just 
it's it's fine, but it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. I would yeah. I would choose Samsung's experience over OnePlus's experience. Yeah, it just it just feels a little bit retro because there was a time when like the value that a company like Samsung or OnePlus or uh, uh, or, or like I can't or Motorola or like any of the other like uh, any of the other like Android uh, phone makers would do would say oh well we put our own twist on Android because it was the 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 stock android experience was a little bit half baked and didn't have all like the creature comfort features and maybe mm-hmm. style wise it wasn't very good it was more like of an engineer's idea of what a mobile operating system should look like and Those how it should behave days. yeah and so everyone had to basically come up with their own launcher and their own this that and the other whereas uh, i think even before the uh uh, the pixel phones like stock android is now for me the absolute ideal even uh, i think i think samsung's uh ui is what good. is stock though yeah i i get it but the it's it's, it's to me it's clean it's very very effective the, the new the, the new uh material me is really is a really good upgrade i just it's the, the I, it makes me wonder like why they would even continue to go with like oxygen os when they can simply say you know what we're going to give you the stock pixel launcher we're, we're gonna we're gonna give it a bit of a facelift a bit of a branding but we're not going to try to reinvent anything because we don't think that we can do we don't have the we certainly don't have the resources we don't i don't think that oneplus has the vision to like take something beyond stock android because given, given the stock Android in 2024 is really, really good. don't think they're allowed. I'm going to be honest. I don't think they're really allowed to Excellent have a vision. Point. I think the whole point of OnePlus is for Oppo to have a hand in the United States because this is a market that it is not tapped, which is exactly why they just kind of went in and were like, here's ColorOS, everybody. <laughs> um, it it still is Oxygen OS at its core. It has a lot of like really mega-powered things like... Andy mentioned with the pricing, it starts with 12 gigs of RAM, which honestly, if you're going to be doing a bunch of AI stuff, if you're going to be doing, you know, AI editing, gaming, whatever on a smartphone, please start at 12 gigs of RAM. It is wild to me that I cannot open up both the camera app and Pokemon Go on the Pixel 8 without one of the apps closing. Every time I go for a walk and I want to take a picture of the pretty sunset, and if I just have the Pixel 8 on me, Pokemon Go will shut down in the background. It will it will go away. It will reallot that memory to the camera app. Hmm. <laughs> it's just wild to me because there's only eight gigs in the Pixel 8. Because God forbid those Pokemon enjoy freedom in the wild without being captured and shut up into one of those little colored balls that you people... I am very good to my Pokemon, okay? I upload them to the, crown, to the cloud, right? <clears throat> anyway. If you're, Flo, if you're feeling guilty right now, it's not because I'm making you feel guilty. It's because your conscious is conscious, conscience is now just sort of, you know, giving that little poke, poke, poke in the ribs. Okay? I just... I just want to, I'm really sorry to do this, but I need to just say a little side story, which is that today I found out who one of the other people are at the Pokemon gym near my house because I went for a walk the same time there was this man just with his head in the phone, swiping around and just like using it kind of like in a compass mode, you know, when you're just turning in a circle. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, who who, is this guy? Is, Is this Tito Leonard? 
Is this Tito Leonard? Is this him? Finally? Finally? Anyway, um, see, so I do take these phones around the block to, to use them and make sure that they work. Uh, but back to the OnePlus 12, I am a little concerned about it. So it is a it is a really pretty phone. If I show it here to Andy, I wonder if you can see. I love that Look color. It's pretty green. Look at this. And so not only just green, but it's a very pretty green. I do like I do like that color. It's gorgeous. And also has little flecks of like sparklies in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In here. In the in the camera run, yeah. It is very pretty in person. I don't really want to cover it in a case, but I'm going to have to because this is IP65 rated, which is like if you drop it in the toilet, like it falls out of your pocket in the toilet, it'll probably be fine. Yeah. But IP65, IP68 is, look, we're not telling you that you can use this underwater. We're just implying that because of the testing that says that it can be a couple feet underwater for 30 minutes, that if you feel as though you want to do that, that's that'll work out just fine. IP65, the implication is that if you've got it on the if if you're washing your hands or you're shaving or you just get out of the shower and you pick it up with Correct. wet hands, it's not going to fry in your hand. However, like mm-hmm. uh, if you you can use it in if it's raining outside, you can use it to hail an Uber, but get that thing back in your pocket as quickly as possible. And if it really is like if it's rain, rain, maybe you want to like. <laughs> Vamp- <laughs> maybe you want to just basically like take off your coat and turn into a little tent to so, ip65 i would anytime there's a hurricane any, yeah I, even in heavy rain ip65 i'd be worried that i know it's not going to kill the phone but there's a possibility that again using this outside in heavy rain is going to is going to kill the phone like if something could ha- especially like after a year or so like ugh. I mean, I, no. I had, I had, I had a, I mean, I had a. I, this, this is not necessarily the difference between IP sixty five and sixty eight, but uh, I was, I was at the market today. I was shopping, and of course, you know, I took my phone out of my pocket to get them, get my podcast going back again, so I can walk home. Of course, it flips out of my hand, like it knocks against like the shopping cart next to me, and then hit, then goes right into a tile floor. And it was one of those things where it's like I made my peace with God. And said that there are, there are only two th- and it landed face down like either the either the screen is all cracked now or it's fine I'm I'm fine whichever one it is I will deal with that with with, yes. with 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 like an adult and well well what I what do you know it was not cracked at all and yes yes it was in a it was in a case but it's like I'm kind of used to the idea that I've I've as good as I try to keep uh, care of my uh, my Pixel Six Pro. Like I've in the past three years, I've had a couple of accidents with it and it's always come out fine. And I'm not, I'm not sure that I would feel the same way about a a one plus. So I will tell you that the one plus 10 T which came out the summer of 2022 right before I got COVID. uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's so my husband's kind of been, Long-term testing it, my long-term test bed there, because he's he can be really, really harsh on phones. <laughs> and this phone has not, it already has a cracked screen. So Oof. 
it's just making me think about I, you know, I'm just very curious about like the durability of the era of OnePlus that we're in right now. You know, there's like I said, there's a lot of performance tweaks to this that are really the thing that they want you to think about. They want you to think about how um, there's this new cooling mechanism that they've implemented that I I really still kind of need to test with the kitchen thermometer and everything. Like I have this whole test planned and in my mind about how I'm going to test this out. Uh, but it is very much geared toward an enthusiast set, right? Sure. The other thing that's quite interesting is that for some reason they have decided to outdo the iPhone 15, the Pixel 8 Pro, and the Samsung S24 Ultra in peak brightness. Mm. I don't really understand why they decided this to be the hill that they build upon. But um, the OnePlus 12 has apparently a peak screen brightness of 4,500 nits. That's in direct sunlight? Like you, you Supposedly. Can't, okay. Supposedly. Okay. I don't know. I can't try it. I'm in the midst <laughs> of winter right now. I tried to put it under some bright lights here in my room, and it, I couldn't really get it to to force the way that maybe you would in direct sunlight. Um, but the thing that OnePlus is not fixed, and this I think is just an issue because they're just using OLED panels, is that even at the dimmest setting, it's too bright for me. Oh, My yeah. favorite dim display is the Samsung AMOLED. Their AMOLED goes so low, it's so great and then when you put the extra dim setting that's built into android which for some reason i cannot surface on the oneplus os i cannot go wow. into the settings and surface the extra dim setting i do not understand why it's not there but and the, i but, think it is there because is one. there is not one it does okay. not show oh, up okay so in that's the quick settings okay sorry yeah my hunch is because the technology is not able because remember the Pixel, well, the Pixel's using OLED now, but they have the extra dim function on the new devices. So it, it, I ha this is not confirmed. This is just an inkling sure. that I have based on the last couple of years of using these phones. But um, that's actually like one of my biggest complaints at night is that yeah. my husband will be using his OnePlus and I'll be like, why is that so bright? <laughs> it's not. It's not the lowest setting. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I, that's that's a really good point because, like, I was I, I loved I I like that like uh, both both Samsung and OnePlus made a point of when they're talking about the displays last week and this week about how hey we've got the it's super super bright so we can handle it can it can be very very readable in direct sunlight and that's because that's uh, that that used to be a fatality. Like and and even five years ago, that okay, well, I'm gonna have to shade this because I need to. Mm -hmm. I especially like, hey, wow, that beautiful that sunlight is beautiful, and look how beautiful like this beach scene is. But I can't take a picture with my camera because I can't see the screen; can't it's so it. washed out. Um, but the the thing is, like, even my three year old phone, it's per. I, I have taken pictures like that in like brutal like 1 p.m. during the middle of the summer it's bright if i crank up brightness all the way to the top it's certainly bright enough that i can i'm more than capable of being able to use my camera or use any app in there so it's like how bit how bright does it need to be but nonetheless at the other end of the scale like if you've got it all the way down to the bottom and 
there, there, there are times when you are in a dark environment where you just need access to something very quickly. You, you need to check to see what that, that last notification was. And you're trying to do so in a mm. way that you're not just, yeah. you're not suddenly dramatically uplighting your entire face. Like, and I'm, I'm not talking about you're, you're in a, in a theater, like during a performance or mm-hmm. during a movie, cause don't, don't be that person. But nonetheless, sometimes like you are at a party or, you know, at some place like that and you wish that or as you say like you are your partner is in is in the bed right next to you and you're trying not to annoy them with a big stupid big honking light in the middle of what's supposed to be a completely dark room and you, I'm you don't like really worried he's gonna suffocate because he goes under the blankets to watch anime <laughs> i'm like you're gonna suffocate in there there's no air get him a snorkel <laughs> a monster snorkel it's like it's concerning this is a health issue uh no but in in all sincerity it's also just annoying because because i read to go to sleep and i read on my phone i'm sorry that is how i live life okay and exactly it should be fine and the screen should go down low enough where the blue is not affecting me that's what I have to say about that. Um, this weekend, I will be putting the OnePlus 12 and the Galaxy S24 Ultra through their battery tests. It is... It's it's Battery tests are just kind of annoying. <laughs> They're <laughs> annoying to do because you have to watch them. But um, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing if the 5400 milliamp battery in the OnePlus 12 will be good. Because last year's... Last year, I got... 22 hours to the iPhone's 25 hours. Yeah. So. Yeah, sometimes it's saying. not just battery size. It really is about battery management and the iPhone battery management is really good. Oh, speaking of management. Okay. I have one note to say. I'm going to, I'm going to leak it here first. Uh, I do have to update my article because I had some issues with the benchmarks. So it turns out I asked OnePlus about this. There's a performance mode that I have to tick on on the OnePlus 12 because they don't, basically they don't tap into the quote unquote full power of the device unless it's in like a sort of game mode or an app that is calling for it. So if it's not an app that's calling for the performance mode, which I guess Geekbench 6 doesn't, Hmm. then it's not coming up. Right. Yes. I was getting some weird numbers, but I'm not worried about the performance of the OnePlus 12. So I just kind of want everybody to know that just because that wasn't, it does not affect the score. Like overall, I think this is a pretty solid phone and it would be interesting because at its core, I do think it's a better deal than what Google's offering with the Pixel, except for that update, that update timeline. Yeah. Just four generations of Oxygen OS and five years of security updates versus seven years seven for both like the Pixel and the and the Samsung. It's like okay. Yes. But it you know, let's see how let's see how long people are holding onto their phones though with this new seven year promise. Okay. Because I have a feeling that if they start saying that people aren't holding onto their phones as long as they told them they could, that they're going to start rolling it back. That's just my, I, I just, you know. I don't, I don't know why they would. I mean, could, because they, there used to be like a lot of, uh, it, the, the reason why both Samsung and Google are 
being so bold and extending support is because Google has worked so hard in the past four or five years to make That's these true. updates much, much easier to, to implement. I, yeah, I started thinking uh, about that. Bef- after yeah, exactly. That. So yeah, a, f- a few years ago to make that commitment, oh my God, how much money is it going to cost us to keep supporting phones that are probably are probably have already been dropped right. in a toilet and flushed away? And and, and one of the one of the advantages of of iPhone is the longevity of its support, which doesn't mean I mean most people are not going to keep a true, phone true. for five or six seven years, but they are. There's always. Uh, there's there's always the tradition the well th- there's well there's the there's the traditional like it is new phone day gather round gather round i have a new phone i will now pass my old phone to my uh, to my partner thank you very much <laughs> i the partner have received the old phone and now i pass the old old phone to our <laughs> eldest child Thank you very much. And now, as the eldest scion, I take the old, old phone and pass it on to the old, old, old phone. To the, yeah. It really is. That's how it and, is. And so you can get easily five, six years out of a phone as you that's pass true, it down. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. I'm sorry. I was being a little cynical there, okay? I'm feeling a little cynical about some things. Um, I'm very proud of you. As, you're, not, you're not even Generation X. That's That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and you're and you're too and you're too young to have one. had to have had optimism beaten out of you. I mean, that's you're <laughs> you're you're being sarcastic at a at a, <laughs> at, at, at a college level. I'm a, even though you're basically in junior high. Oh lordy. Um. Well, let's I guess let's pivot and talk a little bit about the Galaxy S24. I'm still finishing up the review. I don't know what much more I'm going to say about it. Well. I'll tell you guys next week how it does in the battery test because I think you all all want to know okay. about that. Um, I do want to roll back something that I said though, and this is going to go in the. I have to have this discussion with my editor tomorrow, but you heard it here first. <laughs> um, I'm still determining how useful all the AI stuff really is That's because good. generally I don't really use it. I'm not really relying on it. The one thing, however, that I have relied on so much since I got this phone is circle to search. Really? Circle to search. Let me tell you why, Andy. <laughs> Let me tell you why. It is the perfect addition to TikTok. Because when you're on TikTok or Instagram even, <laughs> yes, right? Snap the scene, go in and highlight exactly what they're talking about, and it just like comes right up in a Google search, and then you just keep, like keep swiping up, and then that's it. It's in a Google search. I have been saving all of the Vegas restaurants from because I follow all these travel accounts on TikTok, right? And so I've been saving all these Vegas restaurants for the next time I go, and it's so much easier now because I circle to search, I highlight the name that is mentioned in the description, and then. Google search comes up and it's immediately to the maps page. And so right there in the maps page is a little shortcut so I can save it to want to go. And so immediately it's added to a list. It is phenomenal. It's yeah. It, it really, I'm glad to hear that it works, works very <laughs> well. Cause it, cause even, <laughs> even just Google lens is, and just the ability like on my pixel phone to swipe up on like an app screen and basically, it it freezes it freezes that screen into a little into a little tab, and being able to say, "Okay, Google Lens, like explain something to me." Like the, just the other day, um, I was on I was on Instagram, and so there there is a licensed f- full scale bronze statue of Captain America, a beautifully made 
like but full scale like cast foundry cast in bronze statue of of captain america's shield and everything and i was i had to i had to know how much does this thing cost and the site that was a the look this up and it's, and so it's instagram so of course it doesn't let you actually select something so of right. course lens would able will allowed me to oh here's the url yeah go to that url it's a store uh, and like that only was gave the price in Hong Kong dollars. And so again, Google lens again said, okay, well uh, it highlighted like HKD, like 10,000. So okay, it highlighted it. And one of the, one of the immediate things that lens said, oh, do you want to convert this into dollars? So it was, uh, it was oh, I, I think it was, it was something like 40,000, 50, whatever, but it, but it worked out. I remember it worked out to like $9,700 for the, for the statue. And cause I, which, I mean, I'm glad it wasn't twenty thousand. And and again, if you have if you have nine thousand seven hundred dollars to spend on a one on a life sized like statue of of Captain America sculpted sculpted by one of the people who worked on. I found out about this because uh, one of the people I follow on Instagram is this really nice classically trained sculptor who used used to be or still is like the chief chief sculptor of the U.S. Mint. Uh, and he worked. He contributed to this. Somewhat. Yeah, I just right. And Google just brought that up for me. Right. Thanks, Google. So, so, so it's it's high quality work. I'm just like, <laughs> who who has ten thousand dollars to spend on a Marvel movie? I mean, a really rich person. I know, obviously so. <laughs> but, uh, but. I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where I keep I keep doing the translation because I know I know how much like real like bronzes cost like of of some of the best, finest works like in the in the world, and it's like. That, so I can either get like the Captain America Marvel Cinematic Universe collectible, or I can get like a Gustave Foyer original sculpt of, of of Diana, one of his like most important and influential sculptures. Okay, that's fine. I, I, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge. I hope that you enjoy like putting your reproduction. There are some people out there who are really in love with Captain America. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So a bronze statue would make a lot of dreams come true. All right. And and I and I admit that if I were making uh, like half a million dollars a year, well, I wouldn't buy this, but I might spend ninety seven hundred dollars on again that something sc- on something, something on something that no, that someone would not understand whatsoever. So I'm not Correct. judging here. Yes. Just, yes. Yes. A uh, quick little bit before we take our <laughs> our next break um so pixel 9 leaks are already hitting the airwaves (laughs) and i gotta tell you i am feeling a little i'm always feeling a little dubious about whatever comes on first round in these leaks um but the leaks that we saw last year on the same time of the pixel 8 pro turned out to be kind of pretty true so sometimes it's okay to just follow along with these rumors and see where they go. The one thing that's concerning a lot of folks right now, however, and we're going to put the link to this in the show notes, is that that camera module on the back really, really sticks out, that camera bar. It does. A lot of people are really worried about it. Yeah. St- stylistically, they made the change that it, it turned it. So if this, if this render, and as, as always, it's not as though they said, oh, here's us, what we're handing out to all of our marketing people. It's like, okay, here is what appears to be a very, very high quality render. And it could be, and a high quality render could be produced by anybody. However, as you say, this is around the time that we tend to see these things. Also, also I'm, 
I don't know that this makes me believe it more, but it makes, again, I'm, I'm generation X and cynical and sarcastic. So I'm always let's, Oh gee, wow. What a, what a timely coincidence that just right when Samsung is announcing their new flagship model and right when OnePlus has announced their big flagship model, Wow. So somehow a Sun. render of a phone that, that Google wow. is not going to be releasing until the fall pops up to get people interested. I, I don't know. Mm. Again, mm. assuming it's right. But the, so the, the, and there are no details about what, what's going to be inside it. However, like people, so people are discussing how, oh, wow, that's interesting that the, the, the camera bar on the six, seven, and eight like spans the entire width of the back of the phone. On the nine, it's just, it's a, it's the same width, but instead of being a bar that goes from one edge to the other, it's like a rounded pill that uh, uh, it's it's a it's a camera bump uh, that's kind of similar to what the pix- what's there in the Pixel Fold. Don't know if that's significant. Don't know if that means anything, but it does seem to bump out quite a bit. I don't. I haven't actually compared that to the to my Pixel. I mean, it is significant because it means there's a bigger piece of glass in there. Maybe. And that's kind of what everybody has been going for, iPhone included. The iPhone lenses do stick out, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I know you put cases on them. <laughs> and, and I do like the fact that it's less rounded on the on the on the edges and the corners. Like this render, it's it's not like they're they're sharp edges, but the 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 radiuses of the rounded corners are very very I hate tight. To say it looks just like last gen Samsung. Yeah, you're not wrong. Those rounded corners. It's you know it's just been there done that you know yeah but how how can i guess how can you innovate on corners yeah and like (laughs) make them invisible yeah it's not not as though you're gonna wipe the screen clean and like go start it's not like you're gonna start making the the first crescent shaped crescent shaped phone just to be different that would be fun though ring 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 banana phone (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. i don't think that would be a very gouda idea do you huh huh Huh? Sorry. Let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we have a couple more things to talk about. Well, we all know AI is the name of Google's game. So, of course, they're going to stuff it into every possible thing they possibly can. I did say that circle to search was a nice feature. Lovely. I don't know if this is go- if this is as nice of a feature. Um, I haven't tried these yet. So there are three new AI features that rolled out this week to the desktop editions of Chrome for both Windows and Mac. If you are curious, you will go update your Chrome to M121. You go to the settings and then you would activate them. But here's the kicker. You would activate them under a section labeled experimental AI. Yeah, which wasn't there before. Which wasn't there before. Uh, Now, one of the features basically organizes your open tabs by AI, which sounds like, oh, my God, that sounds very helpful. What if I'm doing a research project? Yada, yada. I haven't tried any of these yet, but Andy managed to squeeze in some testing before we went to recording. So as usual, like they they they, Google announced these like as rolling out today, but as you know, like you can keep, you can hit the refresh button and maybe you won't be offered it like in the first. Maybe week. God chose you today. Who knows? But, I, but I, but, I, but <laughs> yes. I, so two, two hours ago after hitting refresh a bit, I've I actually got it. So yeah. So this is, this okay. is the, there are three features, two of them available today. One is coming at the, at the end of the month or about in about a month. Um, the one that's the most intriguing to me is organizing your open tabs. So tab groups is one of the most useful features of Chrome. 
and I almost never use it because you have to like manually group the, you have to basically, you have to collect the, all these things together. So the, the idea of, uh, of this feature is that there's now a, like in the contextual menu, if you right click on a tab or if you go to uh, the, the, the hamburger menu, like on the left side, the right side of the screen, there's a new organized similar tabs option. So it will look at, uh, the tab that you're on right now and we'll look for other open tabs that it feels to be similar to it in content con- content uh, and then if you click a button it will basically offer you oh we like to put all these together into this one group and we'll name it for you and we'll create a group for you so now instead of having a, a uh, instead of having like every fourth tab being related to uh continental art it, it will have a new tab group called continental art that all this stuff is under great um but as it happened, I got into a rat hole last night of searching for <laughs> search searching for like art related to this. Uh, I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get you into a I'm not gonna get the show into a rat hole. But there was a there was a model or, or there was a socialite who's decided to make her life into a work of art, and as a result, really interesting. Uh, and so she's she is the subject of a number of really interesting portraits. So basically, this is why I was. This is not Kim Kardashian, everyone. Not Kim Kardashian. Not even like not even the Kim Kardashian of her day. Like she was actually like influential anyway. But but anyway, this, it's the reason why I intended to be in bed by like one, and I was in bed by like five. So so as a result, there was like a hey hallelujah. I was actually prepping for this update that I didn't know was coming. So I had lots and lots of tabs related to like this one specific socialite slash model. And I would think, okay, this is going to be a slam dunk. It's all like the same. They're, they're all like art sites. Slam dunk. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a, lot of them, a lot of them, the titles of these web pages are have just the same name, the same woman's name in them. Great. And it, it basically, if there were like 30 tabs, it decided to group 11 of them and didn't decide to group it, decided to group it under the, under the tab. I think it was uh, Italian art. And I'm like, Okay, I mean that's not terrible. Some of these artists are indeed Italian. Uh however, <laughs> uh yeah, Italian art. And I'm saying I thought that you would have gone straight for Marchesa Luisa Casali <laughs> Casati because again, here is I'm looking at this I'm looking at this window right now and I see I can still see like one two three like uh, at least a dozen tabs that are web searches about her or web pages that like clearly mention her name it, it is still experimental fine so maybe it's not like quite fine-tuned yet also um the way they described it in the blog post i couldn't get it to work quite that way because it's i gotta say that in this blog post they don't do a real i'm so glad that i was able to get access to this because they don't do a really good job of explaining what these any of these features actually are or how how it is to use them um they mm. so the the idea of oh if you right click on a tab or click on the look for under the under the the tabs menu you will find this new feature great but it also made me think as though it will keep watching your tab behavior and make suggest suggestions proactively maybe it's just that i haven't been using this for more than a couple hours also to be fair like after i had after i installed the update and restarted and reopened everything. I think I had to actually, I, I had to turn on the experimental feature and then quit and restart uh, Chrome all over again before like that feature even turned up. So maybe over the course of days and weeks, it will become more prominent. Um, has has potential. 
But what I'm hoping for is that it will just simply, as as I get into one of those research rat holes, which happens almost every day, because that's our job to re- to learn about stuff we don't really know very well, uh, <laughs> and and can keep and keep researching stuff. It would be great if it starts to if it's at some point at the in the middle of a day it says, oh, do you want me to organize all of these tab these fifty tabs across three windows into uh, FTC antitrust. Uh, rules against uh, aggregation of AI co- of artificial intelligence Seriously. companies, you know that because that would be immensely po- immensely wonderful. Uh, but I don't know if it's if I, I'm just hoping it's not like the AI version of Chrome groups in that. Wow, I'm glad they're working on this problem. I will never use it because it's too cumbersome for me to use. Um, there's another there. So there's another feature that's actually kind of I will say almost full on useless. And you okay. don't get this. You don't get this impression from like how they described it. So they describe it as, "Hey, can create brand new Chrome themes with generative AI." And on the blog post, I thought this meant where. So a Chrome theme is like when you create a new window, like under the Google Start page, is there like what's the background image, uh, what's the color scheme, all this sort of stuff. So I from the screen image and the screen recording that they provide in the blog post i thought it meant that i can say oh uh, gosh what do i want my background image to be uh, about uh, uh ducks uh playing cricket uh on uh, on an ice floe with penguins and and it'll create so nice and it'll generate yeah yeah, yeah it'll create, it's not that at all uh so what it, it's super lame you can't give it a prompt you could all it does is it gives you a bunch of pop-ups you can choose from so they give you seven categories of subjects and there are like five or ten subjects per category there are 12 styles in which to render those subjects like oil painting cartoon whatever and 16 moods so for instance and i pasted this image into the google doc i think it'll, it'll probably i'm, I'm sure uh, flow you'll put it into the show notes uh so i selected reading mm-hmm. nook <laughs> and please do this in watercolor style and i want it to look serene and well by gadfrey it generated a water what looks like a serene watercolor of a reading nook okay but it's not ducks playing cricket on an ice floe against penguins is it and so it's i and, and also the color scheme it chose was like this Actually, not not dissimilar to what the one plus twelve uh, green color is. It, it's a it, it's a very like institutional like if you would if uh, uh, I went to high school like in the yeah. in, in the eighties and yeah. and it was it's and got so that tone. and parts of the and the parts of the high school like particularly the gym that had most recently been mm-hmm. painted in the seventies had this sort of. Mm-hmm. what's the ch- what is the cheapest paint they can order from the catalog and just happen to be exactly. this not quite minty green but kind of like a sad minty green anyway uh, so yes i very quickly found the no please revert to whatever it was before um but la- so the the other feature that's coming next month is uh basically they're bringing the help me write feature from uh, google workspaces into basically yes. the web browser so anytime you have like a text entry Anytime, any place you can type text on a web page, right click and just give it a, a prompt or a bit of text and it can expand it and then give you options. Oh, I want to make this longer or shorter, or I want the tone to be more professional, or I want to be more lighthearted, or please be emoji like, or whatever. Uh, and they're also, and the blog post ends with again, Google is a master of these things that look like when they're saying something that you should look forward to and are wonderful and bright things are ahead. A mixture of excitement and it might sound like a threat uh look out look out 
for more Look ways <laughs> for more ways we're bringing ai and machine learning to chrome this year including integrating our new ai model gemini to help you browse even easier and faster okay so that could be exciting they, they or they could be on track to ruin chrome i guess we'll find out i I don't think they're going to ruin Chrome. I don't think, I think so either. They're just trying some new things. I think it'll be okay if, uh, if you know, if you do end up hating something, you could always go over to their forums and write them a little note. Let the developers know how you really feel. I just, I mean, I'm just happy with the way Chrome works now. I really wish they'd leave Chrome Prove alone. Prove alone? alone? Prove alone. Oh my God. Oh my God. He snuck it in. <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> I know you all wish I would as you go away, but hey. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. <sorry>. Man, Chego. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> before we start winding down the episode, before we start winding down and say our goodbyes, we should take this opportunity to talk about the silliness of the fact that YouTube is joining Netflix and Spotify, as well as several other content companies, in not providing Vision Pro <laughs> apps. Yeah, that's. I mean, I I would. Uh, I don't know how to react to this because so it was surprising. It, it, it's surprising. I don't know whether this is petty or technical. Because to be, to be frank, like they're oh. Apple. Apple's only going to sell like a few hundred thousand of these, okay? And any and maybe uh, I'll let's limit this to YouTube. But maybe maybe they've simply decided that look, we don't all the all the, the even though we don't have to do a whole lot of work to create a YouTube app for uh, that would run on uh, mm-hmm. on the Vision Pro, like that's more work than we want to do to just serve a few hundred thousand users. So we're we're perfectly fine. We're right. uh, it's. I mean, they, so it's not like you can't use YouTube. You'll use it through the web browser. So you'll use the, the standard YouTube web experience. However, it is kind of a little bit weird because number one, uh, the way that the Vision Pro app system works, that it will run any iPad app out of the box, no modification. All you, all the developer has to do of, a, of an iPad app has to do to let to to make that iPad app run is nothing. All they have to do is not. <laughs> check a box that says refuse to allow this ipad app to run on vision pro and and google has said no i think we'll check that box and make sure that our ipad app doesn't work run on vision pro uh and Hmm. so that's that's kind of interesting and it's doubly interesting because okay i i did have to double check this and check my memory like the very first iphone came with a youtube player like installed right the very first Mm -hmm. ipad Mm -hmm. came with the Mm -hmm. youtube app pre-installed okay mm-hmm. um meta quest the meta quest exists the, and you can get a youtube vr not just the youtube player but youtube vr for for playing remember remember when google when google cardboard was a big big deal okay Aww. so so they do so but youtube does support 3d video okay and vr uh, vr video okay there is a YouTube VR app and that there is a version of that app for MetaQuest. So they were interested in developing a version of it for MetaQuest. Why are they not interested in even like just simply passively allowing the iPad YouTube app to run on, on Apple vision pro? I don't know. Like I, 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 I've been trying to find an answer to this, but it's not the sort of thing where anybody who knows the real answer is kind of, is going to talk to me about it. Because I I bet there's a really fun 
Aaron Spelling primetime soap opera. Oh, God, I hope. But backbitingly petty reason why. <laughs> oh, I absolutely hope so. Um, I, I really do feel like this year we're going to see tech get a lot more petty because, <laughs> well, in all sincerity, it's because A, they have to protect their assets, right? True. I mean, that's all they got right now. Every Everything kind of feels like it's it's not that one's so hot. So they're probably going to want to keep holding on to whatever they have in their vicinity. But also, I'm just thinking about the the products that these companies have. I mean, that that's their biggest currency right now. Yeah. And there have been there have been enough like you, you understand why Spotify came on board saying, oh no, we're not gonna do a damn thing to help you promote your damn new damn vision damn pro damn vr thing after because they're still fighting over i mean like, they have they stuff. have other problems yeah everybody's yeah asking them for more money but, <laughs> <laughs> residuals uh, so. yeah it's um it's gonna be very it's gonna be a very interesting year because to be quite honest with you i don't think anybody was able to really get a read for what this year was going to be about so we're all just in for the ride just strap in for the ride everyone <laughs> exactly and maybe strap something to your head a vision pro a meta quest or if it's me an ice pack not, oh i love an ice pack especially when i've had a really hard day Actually, you know what sounds really good is after this, after we're done recording the podcasts, I'm going to go and I'm going to put my heated uh, eye mask on. <laughs> and it's nice. It's weighted. It Well, it also gives a little compression. So it's a little compression heat mask. Nice. And it's just very like after a long day of staring at the screen all day. <laughs> you know, take care of yourselves, everyone. It's, it's important. Um, as now, can, always, now, I, 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 can I, yes. can I, I just want to be given, uh, listeners, I, I know I've been annoying with the, with the cheese jokes. I've, I'm not going to do any more. I oh. did, I did actually have like a camembert mention re- like ready to go. I could have fired it in the last minute. I decided not to. So I'm just saying. Why not? But, well, because. Just do it. Now I want to know what it was. I was, I was going to, uh, I was basically going to say, you know, just be sure to camembert to do and nice, you know. That's right, everybody. Be sure to <laughs> come remember to take care it? of yourself. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Camembert. <laughs> and and um, I, I was I was waffling back and forth between uh, between bashing it up and to to make it sound like remember or just I cannot <laughs> I, I Camembert to 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 think of you like in pain. I'm glad that you're treating yourself very very nicely. And I can't bear to say goodbye to the people on the podcast uh, right now because we've come to the end of our episode. E damn it. <sighs> Wait, what? E damn. Is that another cheese reference? E damn. E Cheese. Wait, that's a that's a cheese? Yes. Very nice cheese. Hold on. Now I have to look it up before. Oh. Asio, go onto Google and check it out. Oh, it's a Dutch cheese. Mm. That's why I'm unfamiliar with it. We didn't eat a lot of Dutch cheese growing up. I, 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 went, I, I, was, I, went, I was educated by the public school system. I, too, <laughs> was, <laughs> did, was not introduced to the full spectrum of cheeses until I, I came of age. 
Well, if you want to hear more about what we have to say about cheese and chocolate, you can actually become a member of our show over at relay.fm slash material, where you will also find all of our past episodes and our past episode show notes. If you'd like to see what we're talking about, what our sources are, where to find us on the internet. Um, also, I would like to just let everybody know that I'm going to be posting a little link to my Discord if anybody who's interested in coming and join a community and <laughs> talk to people outside of this little podcast fair. Can I absolutely recommend that? Because, you know, your Discord is definitely the place to brie. <laughs> brie? I was worried. Sorry. I was worried you were going to bring up something that happened in my Discord. It would be like, Andy, not here. Oh. Got it. We need to bring them over. Let's scare them off. And and that was and, a good one. And if you and if you want to know what kind of salacious and scandalous things we're talking about, by all means, go to Flo's Flo's uh, Discord. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to help you out here. Anyway, uh, I yeah, so, I was hoping you would come up with another cheese reference. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I don't want to drive people a mental about this. <laughs> Andy, tell them what you're up to this week. <laughs> well, uh, I'm actually going to be uh, on NPR twice, which is quite a feta. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I lied to make that joke work. Uh, I, I was supposed to be on. T- I was supposed to be on uh, today, ex- ex- actually, but uh, the breaking news got me bumped till next week. So I'm going to be on uh, my next. My next slot is uh, next. Next. Uh, next Thursday, February first at twelve forty-five. Go to wgbhnews.org to stream it live or letter it colon B. A better time. Thank you, Andy. So that much. was that was a stretch. That was a very that was definitely a stretch. You, you know what? Thank you so much for just like committing to the bit today. Thank you for allowing me to just thank you for having a cheese shop going on near you. This is going to be great I, I, for all again. Of us. I, that 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 wasn't for the purpose of like fake excitement. I'm I'm actually I'm surprised. No, I'm excited may, for you. Like may, maybe maybe if this news had come like in April, May, June, when it's nice outside and I've been going to the beach and all this sort of, the fact that it happened like well it's when it's still like getting dark at like five, five fifteen and like it's been twenty degrees outside for like an entire week. It's actually much better today. But at the time, like the fact that the sun'll come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom barata that tomorrow. Tomorrow. There'll be cheese. There'll oh, be par- parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, if you love us, please come back here next week. Thank you so much. You can read me over at gizmodo.com. Thank you so much to our editor, Jim, for making us sound great every single week. Thank you to Real IFM for hosting us. Until next week, everybody, have a happy, safe, and healthy seven days. We love you so much. Barada, barada, I love ya, barada, you're only a curd away. Barada, barada, I love ya, barada, you're only a curd away. W-A-G-Y, get it way. Thanks, everyone. Too bad. I'm, 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 I'm on a podcast. You can't hit me from over here. <laughs>